Oh, well, let me ask you this. Mm. Would you agree with the following statement? Technology. (laughs) (laughs) How could I not? Right? I definitely agree. That seems plausible. All right, so I've got two two things. Uh, one, I bought some. I bought two things. I bought two. Things. <laughs> are those the things you went to grab? <laughs> so you literally have two things. I literally have two things. Uh, okay, they are not the things I went to grab. I went to grab caffeine because it's too early to do this bullshit without caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. True. Um, anyway, I didn't think I feel. Yeah, I don't know. I jeez. I Eight o'clock imagine. in the morning here. Uh, you're a professional, though, John. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a kid that has to get up at like <laughs> six o'clock in the morning. So, so uh, I saw uh, I, I I troll the uh, the wire cutter deals page as I'm sure many of us do from time to time, and I saw that there was a discount on their new recommended cheap pair of wireless earbuds, uh, which are these Tautronics, some oh, really yeah. long model number. Anyways. So, I mean, these are basically like AirPod knockoffs, right? Like they're, they're no name brand, like, uh, you know, Bluetooth earbuds. They come with a little charging case, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I decided, mm-hmm. oh, that seems cool. Like I, I do love the idea of AirPods. I was just, I've always been concerned about the fit and the, and the, you know, comfort for me because I traditionally don't like AirPods. And these are like your rubber tipped classic AirPods, but they are pretty small and they do like, you know, pop right in the ear. And I was impressed, you know, when I first tried them out, I was like, okay, these actually feel like they stay in better than I expected. However, I then discovered the, rediscovered the reason why I hate these earbuds with the, like the, you know, the rubber tips. Uh, and it's because the way they create their seal in your ear mm-hmm. makes everything mm-hmm. super fucking mm-hmm. loud. And so I went for, mm-hmm. I immediately went for a walk <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can literally feel like the vibrations from my feet, like going all the way up into my ears and just like sounding really loud. Like I'm underwater and it's just like thump, 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 yeah. thump. And I'm like, oh, I love granted, it's a great house beat. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I win. <laughs> Uh, but it, it's it's annoying, and like I, I don't like the way they create that seal and make you know block noise out. Uh, but also, you get kind of that like you know, like yeah. when your ears are popped, you know, and you get that right. sound, everything sounds weird. I hate it. I dislike it intensely. Yeah. I know I can't use those. I can't use those kinds of earphones at all. I just I can't for the so there's that problem, and then for me the other problem is that eventually they just they slip out. Hmm. And one of them will slip out and the other one will not slip out and not yeah, like fall yeah. out of my ear, but just not be, not be sealed. And so I have one ear that's sealed and one ear that's not and sealed volume levels and are I'm different. getting completely yeah. different kinds of audio. And it's just, I'm like, yeah, and, no, and I'm not dealing with the, this crap. The slightly frustrating part with these two is that they kind of mimic the AirPods in that they have like touch control. So you tap them to like stop or play. <laughs> so you go to shove them back in and you, and you pause your music. And it's like, uh. <laughs> So now I want to make sure I understand what we're talking about here. Did you say what the brand was first? Actually, because these are Tautronics, T A O T R O N I C S. All right, I'm going to try to Google that because I don't know what we're talking about. And they are perfect. I mean, yeah, I mean they're just they're wireless earbuds. They're they're like your classic earbuds that have those little rubber tips that you can like swap in and out. Right. But so what I'm asking is, when I use like uh, Beats X, Mm -hmm. is that the same kind of earbud thing that you're saying you hate? It's pretty similar, and I did notice this when I used the Beats 
X, like when I used um, my fiance's briefly for a few things, like it's still, it has something to do with the way it creates the seal. And I had mm-hmm. um, my co my clockwise co-host, Micah Sargent suggested like there is a company that makes like foam ones that he's like, they, they insulate better. You don't get as much of that. Like, some, yeah, the phone ones are better because they, they allow a little bit of like air to shock, get out, right? I don't know, like a shock absorption yeah. thing or something like that. But I, I, I also don't like, want to go spend 20 bucks on different ear tips for like a right. ear pods that I'm or uh, earbuds that I'm not going to use. I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I think you guys know that I have landed on, on AirPods as the nope. I've landed on Beats X as the headphones that work for me uh, in the wireless world right now. Um, the, I appreciate all the ones that come with the different bud sets that you can use, which I think most of them do at this point. And my phone says hello. And, uh, <laughs> I, I just find that most things uh, of earbud and pod varieties don't want to stay in my ears, and I found that I can get Beats X to do so. Uh, but I have never had this notion. Are we sure it's not it. Beats Ten? I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> I, I keep thinking it every time. Um, but I, I've never, uh, I've never felt like it's it's doing that. And I know the effect you're describing, but I feel like they let in so much outside noise. Like I can wear them when I'm walking on the streets of Manhattan from Port Authority to the office because I will still hear all the people and all the traffic, and like I don't feel like I'm getting the weird booming vibration. So I, this is what I think, and this is might be controversial. I think we have different ears. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I mean, like three of us. I I, I, well, I (laughs) I think verifiably. Hopefully, we have different ears. Uh, I, you Mm -hmm. know, I still my the things I wear every day still are sort of my are my Cost Porter Pros, which look like your classic, you know, Walkman style headphones from the eighties, right? They're over ear with like foam pads, (laughs) and well, I like those. Like I, I find them comfortable. I like I'm comfortable with the amount of sound that gets through because I'm neither like totally oblivious to my surroundings nor like extremely you know zoned in sort of on what i'm doing um and i my biggest frustration with them right now is that i find they i am annoyed by the fact they actually have like a wire that connects the two sides and it's ungainly and annoying but the sound is really good like the the and i i did see a pair somewhere of like 20 dollar ones that really just look like classic walkman headphones with like the cable snipped off and I was tempted, and then I was reading the reviews, and people were like, "Yeah, my Cosporter Pros still have better audio." And I was like, "Well, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to sacrifice better audio for like you know a, a stylistic choice, really." But yeah, it's I, I like the, I love the idea of the AirPods, and several people have said they like the AirPods better than rubber tipped um, earbuds because they don't create that same seal. But I I'm with Lex, and that's and me. do worry about the your, them staying in my ears because yeah. the, traditionally the the wired ones and i know everybody's like oh but without the wire it doesn't tug yes i understand that it doesn't tug as much i get it but my ears are still i I would suspect it's probably better but if you yeah i mean but if they don't fit they probably won't fit right yeah and there's no it's a one-size-fits-all thing right so like you know if they don't work they don't work and they don't work for everyone and that's kind of why i've secretly been hoping that those rumors about apple making some other pair of headphones are true because it's like oh i would well, love it remember they used phones. to they used to make these um the like like what is it like a glove oh yeah for for ear pods um with that is made out of that phone stuff yeah i think i've seen those yeah i mean so, but then of course you're you know you're buying you're buying a buying 15 dollar phone thing to put on top of your 160 dollar yeah. so earbuds. i mean the the short AirPods. end of this story is for 40 bucks i felt like it was worth it to take a flyer and I'll probably give these to my fiance and see if she wants to use them, um, or I'll find some other person who might want them. But like, I don't think that they're going to replace my daily wear headphones just because I find the earbud thing. I've confirmed the earbud thing is annoying. I dislike it, so I will just yeah. remember this in the future and not buy fucking earbuds. 
Yeah. That's it. And I think that this... <laughs> You cannot categorically state that any of these is good for any for everyone. Sure, because yeah. because people's ears are 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 different. I have come to the, <laughs> come to that realization. I mean, because Karen can wear any of them seemingly. Like she does not she does not have a problem wearing the ones that go in the ear. She does not have a. But she got AirPods uh, a month or two ago, and she loves those. So it's just like you. You kind of have to pick the ones that are right for right, you and yeah. ignore everybody else's well, opinion about like I, the ones that you should get. I think the thing that gets frustrating with it is like I literally have like four pairs of headphones that are all for mm-hmm. very specific uses now because I love my Bose noise canceling ones, but I, I don't like wearing them around on the street because they're very bulky yeah. and they really do cancel a lot of noise. And I like to have like right. some situational awareness. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of ninjas we're dealing with. There's a lot of mm-hmm. ninjas. A lot of, there's yeah, a burgeoning Boston. ninja problem. I mean, if you've seen Daredevil sure. Season 2, it's basically just a description <laughs> of my life. I get it. I don't get it. You actually. don't get it. I know, but that was for John. <laughs> Thank you. Sometimes on this show, I make jokes just for John. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and so what are you listening to on these headphones when you're out and about, Dan? <laughs> this feels like a trap. <laughs> It wasn't. Yeah, I'm he's, just he's going someplace with this. No, no, I really genuinely wasn't. Like, is it, is it music via Amazon? Is it podcasts? Like, what are you? It I'm, is. I was, it was genuinely just curious. It's I know mainly it music. Like me teeing up an ad. I know it does. Yeah, I can't tell anymore. <laughs> uh, music, really. Like, I, I generally am either listening to music from my iTunes library or Amazon Music uh, streaming stuff. I don't tend to uh, listen to podcasts while because, like, usually I'm just walking back and forth to the coffee shop, and I don't like the idea of like I, I can't really do the ten minutes of podcast like dipping in and out where he does not get coffee yeah so i i mainly just music and also because usually i'm thinking about like writing and stuff like that and i can't can't do that while i'm listening to a podcast but you're like i have these 10 minutes i must be entertained i need a soundtrack for somerville while i go to the coffee shop i love soundtrack i mean first of all i love soundtracks and i always the the when i first got my ipod and really had like the ability to take music with me and have that soundtrack wherever i go that was a freaking revolution man like i i love it it makes my you know my life is never going to be cinematic but that's about as close as it gets (laughs) (laughs) oh damn (laughs) it's okay none of ours are (laughs) i don't know lex is like walking the streets in new york like that could be maybe some sort of movie about you know one one struggling podcast ad executive staying alive uh I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I'm you, not struggling. Uh, you could be uh, the beginning. You know. <laughs> I'm just saying you could be the beginning of one of those Hallmark movies. Christmas. Movies. He's got a pool. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> so everybody too in New Jersey. Hard, you it's know, and like, oh, he's really focused on his job. Oh, but now he's gonna move to a little town somewhere in the Midwest where they're quirky and love Christmas. And it's ironic because he's Jewish, so it's really kind of a weird dynamic happening. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Actually, I would also watch that movie. <laughs> Dan will write it. Moltz will direct. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> we could be probably still nothing get, about directing, but I'll we do could it. Probably still get it on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> we can probably get a bidding war between Amazon and Netflix. Right, yeah. By the way, this is this is just something I was thinking about. Did you guys know that most workers waste up to sixty minutes a day navigating between apps every day? That's thirty-two days a year per worker no more hopping in and out of apps with glip you'll get team messaging and collaboration in one digital workspace you can get more done with glip it's glip 
Glip is the easy-to-use collaborative team messaging app that lets you share and collaborate on files, create and manage tasks, screen share with your teams, and more. No wonder 64% of Glip users deliver projects faster than before. And 96% of users say Glip has made their communications easier. Uh, I'm going to tell you more about it in a second, but when you go and check them out, when you look at the website, you can start a free trial, which gets you unlimited access that we'll talk about. You'll see that it's very thoughtfully designed. It's right at home on your uh, Mac, since you're a Rebound listener, I'm just going to go ahead and guess. But whatever the platform is, it's a nice-looking app. It's very uh, obvious how to use it, and it does what it says on the tip. You can sign up for a free Glip account. I, ta- I promise I was going to tell you how. Here's how. To get unlimited access to team messaging, task management, file sharing, file storage, and more by going to glip.com slash rebound. That's G-L-I-P dot com slash rebound. Thanks, Glip. And that was team messaging, not teen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first time you said it, I, I heard it as teen, and I thought, mm. Mm. awkward. Dan's going to boost I thought it was a new advertiser, mm, but no, it's, it's, a, it's a clip, the people we love. Yeah, great people. Uh, when does uh, Apple Music come to the Echo stuff, That Dan? would be you know Monday. Right. Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Uh, you know, and in <laughs> that ties in a little bit. I mentioned I bought two things. Yes, you did. And I, the second one ties in a little bit to this Apple Did you Music buy one coming. of those HomePods on sale? I so might have bought a HomePod on sale. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> you do not you tell my fiance. Two, you have two more than I do. <laughs> well, all right. So The average rebound host has most of a HomePod at this point. I uh, I I have a rationale, uh, as of course, of course, because I think ra- you have an irrationale. I have a ahead. rationalization. <laughs> Is that where I'm going with this? That's probably more like um, it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I moved one of my. So I had a Sonos one, uh, Play One in my office, and I decided, well, I don't really need that because I've got a HomePod in my office, and with AirPlay now, I can I still get music into the office. So I moved the Play One into the living room, and I now have a stereo pair in there. Um, and I thought, well, okay, you know, I, I was tempted by this HomePod thing and I decided, uh, after a few weeks ago when I went into an Apple store and they had a stereo pair set up there, it was quite impressive. It sounds really good. Um, so I thought, you know, uh, this might be a, uh, an interesting thing to check out. And I like, um, I may, because I'm considering the switch to Apple music, if the echo integration is good. That would actually make the HomePods much more useful because I would have Apple Music and could use them as God intended. (laughs) (laughs) That would be Tim Cook in this case. Uh, In this case, yeah. So uh, between that and the idea of like, I'm kind of thinking I might just end up using them as my iMac speakers, just period, too. Um, And I, I do have like an old pair of computer speakers on the desk, which are pretty good, but they're also like big and they require a ton of wires uh, and it's they're just kind of a pain. So I was thinking I might retire those uh, and use the HomePods instead. Uh, and I've also toyed around with the idea of using the HomePods because uh, once you turn them a stereo pair, you can use them as output for your Apple TV, mm-hmm. um, which I thought might also might be something interesting. I wish I could do that with the the Sony. Oh, so you have ones. to have you have to have two of them. Um, it might work with one, but it would certainly sound a lot Not better with as, two. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, I, I'm. I don't have like my my sound setup for my TV is very old. It's like an old uh, stereo receiver that I've literally had since high school, and it's fine. Um, and so like, five years. The, yeah, exactly. 
Um, <laughs> I would consider replacing it, except for the fact that, like, it technically does, it still works okay. Like, the thing is a tank. I mean, it's 20-odd years old, and it's just, like, it's one of those pieces of technology that was... We we knew pretty well yeah. how to build a stereo receiver in the 90s, mm-hmm. and really mm-hmm. not that much has, like, yeah, stuff has gotten better, yeah. but, like, the stuff they built then actually lasts a long time. I had my Technics one for, oh my god, 30, 30-some years. Yeah, I, I mean, say. this is a Onkyo from, like, you know, 1995 or something, and it mm-hmm. is in it is in perfectly fine shape. My dad, like, had a... Even when I was growing up, I think the one we had was, like, 20 or 30 years old, <laughs> and it took him... He didn't replace those till I was, like, well out of college. <laughs> Anyways, I bought another home big cabinet. We'll see. Big cabinet stereo. Did you have a oh, big yeah. cabinet stereo? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was classic. So, man, so you're gonna have to switch to Apple Music. Well, I'm not have to. I mean, essentially, I I will. I still use the HomePod right now with AirPlay pretty frequently. Yeah, and uh, you you use it typically with you have the Siri integration turned off. Yeah, I do still. I will probably turn it back on again for Apple <laughs> Music. At least give it another shot. My biggest problem with it was always false positives. <laughs> what are you gonna do with all your other stuff? What other stuff? Your other speakers. You got the Sonos that you hate and the Sonos that you like. What are you going to do? Like, how many? You got a lot of speakers listening to you. In you got a lot of speakers in a small speakers. house. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Sonos One is still in the kitchen. The old Echo is still in the office. Uh, and the two Play Ones are in the living room. So, I mean, Dan's I just have come more... up with an invention that's like a hardware solution that automatically transfers whatever it is you say your trigger if you don't have the right smart speaker trigger word come out of your mouth for the room you're in it automatically translates it for the smart speaker so Lex, you can say you've been in Alexa, my you've been in my house it like device any of these things can hear you from anywhere in the house because the house is very small <laughs> it's funny that you i know it's that. not the palatial freedman estate <laughs> um i i have that echo spot on my nightstand and I use it for my alarm clock, and I have to really face it when I say uh, when I set my alarm for the following morning. Because if I don't, if I'm just facing any direction other than directly at that spot, the uh, Sonos uh, one in the bathroom is like, "I hear you." I'll set an alarm. It's like I don't want an alarm in the bathroom. I want an alarm right by my head, and uh, that's been fun. So, what if you're in the bathroom and need to wake up? I mean, it's a fair question, right? Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to pass out on the floor of the bathroom again then I will certainly use that <laughs> alarm. But otherwise, I don't need it. Right. Fair. That's fair. Well, I've shared my many I don't know how you guys live like this. <laughs> we live in the future, John. The future, is, like a, the future is a mess. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I don't talk to anything <laughs> or anyone. <laughs> if there was a way that Karen and Hank could respond to you non-verbally, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just stop right now (laughs) do you know um we have one other piece of business to attend to which is this uh it's the holidays are the busiest time of the year and that's especially true at the post office uh that's why we you know at mid-roll and probably many people you know in your lives use stamps.com so you can save time during the hectic holiday season stamps.com brings all the services of the u.s post office right to your desktop you can buy and print official u.s postage for any letter any package any class of mail using your own computer and printer and then the mail carrier picks it up the mail not your computer and printer you can print postage any day 
anytime. Stamps.com doesn't only save you time, it actually saves you money. It, it, because Stamps.com helps you print the right amount of postage every time so you never overpay again. I think all of us at some point has been guilty of being like, I don't know, it looks like a big envelope, I'm going to put like nine stamps on it. Stamps.com doesn't make you do that. Stamps.com helps you figure it out. With all the time and money you'll save, Stamps.com is the best gift you can give yourself this holiday season. And I think that uh, if you're like me, you would want to use stamps.com because uh, not having to leave the house is pretty great. You know that you buy stuff on the internet. You know that you do as much stuff as you can without having to leave your home. Why not make your postage purchasing that too? Uh, so that's my recommendation anyway. And right now, you too can enjoy the stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long-term commitments. Go to stamps.com. The first thing you do is you click on the microphone at the top of the homepage. And then you type in rebound. So at stamps.com, click the microphone, enter rebound. Uh, once you start putting postage at home, you're going to wonder why you ever did anything else. And that is a fact. So there. I did not say teen, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that. Just, just trying to make it clear. That's all. <laughs> Uh, speaking of clear, I'm not really clear on this whole, uh, Qualcomm situation in China. So Qualcomm won a, an injunction on Apple selling iPhones in China, which would seem like a really big deal, except that Apple is continuing to sell iPhones in China. And now Qualcomm is saying, Hey, they're circumventing, like they, they, they were using some loophole apple was claiming that there is a loophole that lets them continue to sell iphones in china and qualcomm says no you're violating the so apparently one of them is that it applies to older iphones uh the 6s through the iphone 10 so not the 10s 10s max or 10r <laughs> weirdly based on what i'm seeing <laughs> yeah i don't know this is a weird I, I have no idea who's in, in the right on this one. There's a, The Qualcomm and Apple yeah. have been fighting back and forth a bunch right. over the last few years. and It's interesting. It seems like this is one of the things that would have been settled a long time ago. But and it's, it's undoubtedly, reason, Qualcomm's goal is yeah. not for Apple to stop selling these things. It's for Apple to start paying Qualcomm a piece of everyone. Put this right. right. And they were uh, yeah. previously buying stuff from them, right? Like, they were buying chips from them. But I think that they have started transitioning in some cases to their own chips and qualcomm's like ah oh, but those chips are like ripping off our ip right and like because apple obviously mm-hmm. wants to bring their their chip game in house um and yeah i don't know it's <laughs> chip i'll tell you i'm mad enough at qualcomm game. that i'm gonna stop using eudora for a while that's my <laughs> <laughs> that Fantastic. is that really wow that's Way pretty, to go i don't that seems extreme is all i'm saying <laughs> Do you ever miss Eudora? I sometimes miss Eudora. Wealthy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, it also did Simti. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, I think Qualcomm's biggest issue right now is they are in a unenviable position of being kind of squeezed out of the market from every side uh, because fewer companies want to buy their chips. Uh, and so you got, especially like Apple, which does huge volume, uh, obviously is not going to be buying a lot of chips from Qualcomm in the future, <laughs> especially depending on how this all shakes out. Right. And so they're trying to protect their business, which, you know, fine. Like, you know, they, I'm sure they have a lot of IP that's really valuable, but it's, it seems like maybe they're, uh, I don't, I, I feel similarly in some, to some degree about Intel. Like, I don't think Intel is going anywhere fast, but 
you got to imagine that's the problem with their chips hey <laughs> uh you got to imagine Zing. that apple transitioning you know like large portions of its products are basically you know not using intel chips anymore or using them for very few things uh right. and, and then there's the mac and sooner or later the mac is probably mm-hmm. going to go to apple chips and intel's going to lose a really big customer not to say they don't still have plenty of business around but right. you know to a certain degree they you know they have that miss the boat on the smartphone problem that a lot of these other right. companies do so uh it's a tough tough position to be in it's kind of feel like you know ibm circa the 90s right where it's like the PC is great, and and it is the ultimate of all form of technology. Inter what? <laughs> there will never be anything else past the PC. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all of technology is done. Yeah, now they invented Watson, which apparently is a thing that does stuff. <laughs> That's what IBM does now, right? They basically sell Watson power uh, they devices. They basically sell services, yes. Um, you know, it's funny too, because they named it after the stupider sidekick. (laughs) Those who can't do cell services. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wanted to ask something related to this, slightly different, but like, um, uh, the, did you hear or see any of the, uh, Sundar Pichai's, um, testimony for the Congress? (laughs) No, I read a few of the questions. (laughs) And is there a little person that is arranging? <laughs> What's funny and please about give this? me the names. Give me the names of all the people who are manually prioritizing the search results. Yeah. Well, okay, so you know, I, is I that really asked. Basically, I mean, somebody asked if, like, a, basically, somebody a, a senator suggested that people could, you know, alter the results of Google searches, which mm. they tried to explain. It's an algorithm. That's not how it works. Now. I will give some pushback on that because when they decided, like, oh, this is an algorithm, it's not affected by human bias. Well, it was made by people, so it right. is, of course, and affected by They have occasionally made decisions to that algorithm where, like, they sure. punished sites for doing things that they don't like. And so, but yes, I'm with you. It's not an, right. as dumb as it sounds, right. even though well, it was probably. But there, I mean, the elements of it are dumb. Like, there was, was it Steve King, the Iowa. Yes, a really yeah, terrible the, Iowa representative who's like, you had to go like four racist. pages deep before you found anything positive about this story, and they're like, yeah, that's because like it's you're, it's you're a an asshole, story. like right, like it's like <laughs> yeah, it was really. a bad thing. It's not that there's like balance. You're not required to give balance between like. Like, you look up murder, it's like, oh, man, I had to go 12 pages in before somebody told me murder was okay. It's like, well, we're not requesting, you know, we're not required to give you both sides of the issue that murder is okay. I believe I, I did see a headline, and I didn't realize that this is, it was related to uh, Google testifying before Congress. But I saw that somebody asked why, um, when you Google the word idiot under images, do you get a picture of Donald Trump? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I believe so, it was a Democratic congresswoman who asked that question. Here's the thing about this is there are lots of really important things that you should be asking the CEO of Google about, right? Like right. there is some right. shit that is kind of on the worrying and shady side. And I feel like yes. because But you have to understand the problem yeah, because before you can nobody, ask the question because correctly. Politicians don't don't understand this fundamentally. They're just they're asking the wrong questions because all their questions are like about them it's like why 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 isn't there a more flattering picture of me that comes up when i google myself like no is gmail and email the same thing (laughs) how do i reboot my phone well there was one guy who questioned him like like got angry and like was questioning him about like i think it was being tracked by his phone 
and it was an iPhone. And like, eventually, right, he was right. like, right. "Sorry, he's I, holding we, the phone we, up and saying, can you tell me that I'm not being tracked right now?'" And and we're like, "Well, <laughs> we don't, like, we don't make that I phone. Even, <laughs> I don't know what your settings are." But... Yeah, bring, can you bring it down here? Can you bring the phone down here? Let's go through this. <laughs> Did you also see that? Um, uh, this was uh, now a week old, I think, but uh, Rudy Giuliani's confusion with Twitter. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yeah. That was great. Uh, so he uh, he accidentally types. So Twitter does that thing where it, it tries to find URLs and, and put in a link when you type in a URL. And so he typed in, uh, he wasn't putting, I, he, he, he was in the habit of like, sometimes he'll put like four spaces at the end of a sentence and sometimes he'll put no spaces at the end of the sentence. And so it went, it went like noun period noun and it made it into a URL. And so someone went out and bought the domain <laughs> And put up yeah. something saying that Donald Trump is a traitor. <laughs> so if you clicked on Rudy's well, and, and, and link, one of, and that's what he, you'd get. In his rebuttal thing, it kind of looked to me like he might have been using dictation. Because there's one part where it says, like, oh my God. period, no space, or something like that. And it's like... I don't. I don't understand. I literally cannot parse this tweet that you have written. Oh yeah, no, that follows me. He's like, I put in a period, no space, and then it had an anti-Trump message. But then I posted it again, and it didn't. Like he literally didn't understand what's happening. And yeah. in that case, it was terrifying because I believe he was like a cybersecurity expert for the administration for a yeah, time. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Um, but like, Ugh. it's and so. But so he was accusing of tw- he was accusing Twitter of having done it. Yes, and said that Twitter had a clear anti-Trump bias, and that's why it had right. done this. Um, right. But it's. <laughs> That they had gone in and edited his tweet. <laughs> oh my it's, god! And I feel like there is no solution to uh, elected representatives who don't understand technology, except for replacing uh, them. Those people being be replaced with yeah. people who already understand technology. Yeah. And it's so there's a good there's a very good solution right there. <laughs> it's such a fundamental part of our lives now, too. Is the problem right? It would be like I'm trying to think of a of an apt comparison but like it'd be like you know people in the in the like 30s or 20s or something who just like didn't understand how cars were not like magical like horses or something it's like yeah this is kind of a big deal or like i don't know it's 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 totally absurd that there is such a dearth of any technical expertise and that you know in the current climate people feel the need to express their opinions over people with expertise uh about mm-hmm. how things work when they don't understand how they work right yeah yeah well but there's yeah. there's a lot of evidence I mean, that that's that's first part of, all, of the reason why we're in, the, we're in the place that we are that's that's what this show is for if we're going to express <laughs> yeah. opinions that are unfounded that's our market so yeah, know, yeah. butt out congress <laughs> stay in your lane senator <laughs> now i do know of at least three uh members of congress who do listen to the rebound that's not true <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, uh, <laughs> i couldn't decide what the funniest least believable number was three is probably not it. uh i don't know technology sucks right that's the main yeah. takeaway we're trying to share yeah. with people <laughs> If you've taken away anything from this show over 200-odd episodes, it's that technology sucks. Do either of you use Apple News? Um, so here's the thing. I actually <laughs> love this topic. Yeah. I get Apple News push notifications. I'm amazed at how they're always in sync on my devices. Um, yeah. They don't 
feel as well customized as I would like them to be, despite my efforts. Like right now, every day I get a New York Times morning briefing that I hate with like a cutesy headline. It's usually got an emoji in it, and I hate it so much. I don't want to turn off the failing New York Times <laughs> as a source in Apple News, but I don't know how I can keep it on until it never send me that particularly horribly annoying alert which you send me every day. And so I use Apple News. Uh, I also get like CNN alerts. I think I also get CNN's tweet alerts. Like I definitely always want to know the breaking news. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I and yeah. That's I interesting. That you, I, I didn't even really, I didn't even really think of that part of it. Cause I hate the app. Um, however, I do like those updates uh, and I, yeah. they come into my watch, they come into my phone and um, I have somehow managed to tailor, and I couldn't even tell you how I've done it, but I've managed to tailor it down to basically I'm getting National Geographic and the Washington Post. Yeah, somehow Those are I'm pretty much the only two things that I'm getting, and it's perfect because I get maybe a couple a day, yeah. and sometimes it's like you know <laughs> some some former member of the Trump administration has flipped and is now <laughs> naming yeah. names and pointing fingers or it's um the majesties you know, of nature scientists have discovered a missing link <laughs> which are sometimes both things that the, i'm interested in the same headline sometimes that's the same story you don't know uh, <laughs> i think i somehow i only get the post i'm not sure what i did to set that up other than at some point i feel like i was fairly aggressive about curating what Apple News yeah. suggested to me because I, I think I, I had to, yeah I had to like way over like you John like, just I, go in there and just like I, I just really slash dis- and burn I really dislike the app uh, it's, I really dislike the app it, the yeah, Apple News app I think for yes. me it's just not the way I want to read my news like there's nothing wrong with it and if you know if that's something that appeals to you that's fine but I think it's far too scattershot for what I'm interested in. Yeah, um, I think it's too scattershot, and I also hate the fact that it's just like an island unto itself, and doesn't I mean, particularly on the Mac. It's like you can't you can't even get to the article, the web page for the article. Yes, from the, I, you, the only way to do it is to is to search on the title. <laughs> oh, I just figured out how I can turn off my morning digest. So this is exciting. <laughs> nope, I didn't. And, I didn't figure out how to turn off the morning digest. It looked like you could edit it and take it out of the list, but it doesn't let you get rid of it. Well, so my answer to you, Lex, slightly is like I also use the New York Times app, which does push notifications, which I think you can yeah. customize. So maybe just do that and take the New York Times out of rotation on the Apple News side. Um, it's not a terrible idea. Um, the, the one downside to that is that if there is a big story, usually I get multiple. I get a Times right, alert and, okay and an that. Apple like, News alert. It's honestly. Uh, and I'm going to sound like an idiot, but I think there's something instructive about seeing how different organizations mm, put the headlines. True. Not so you can say, like, what's this guy's bias? But just as an endlessly repeating reminder that they all do, yeah. even if it switches by story. But, like, seeing how they frame it and what they consider the important part, I think, is, is instructive. I will also say I am impressed with uh, the Reddit apps news section. Um, when I have downtime and want to, like, just see news headlines and you go into the reddit app there's a news category where it's like uh the the failing of reddit's news gathering is um sometimes the headline is the headline and sometimes the headline is somebody a user's editorializing oh yeah something <laughs> of it. Mm-hmm. so you'd be like that doesn't oh i see um but so that'll happen but it's it's a really nice collection of like important news stories so i like that one too just putting it out there yeah, I, I have not. Well, the, the the actual the reason I bring this up is that uh, apparently Apple News subscription service may start sometime next year. Right, Apple which, what um, services? I didn't the, catch that. An Apple News subscription service. Well, we oh, we, we're waiting to find out how they they bought Texture, remember? And yeah, um, 
Right. Texture, right? Texture, that was right? Yep, texture. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I kept thinking textile? No, that's something else. Um, well, really, no. next issue. So, yeah, they are going to have to f- presumably do something with that. <laughs> <laughs> presumably? I mean, I guess they don't have to, but it seems like they probably bought it for a reason. <laughs> I don't know that I would pay for an Apple News subscription, though. I mean, I Yeah, guess- I don't think... <sighs> I guess it depends. I mean, unless what, that like, means unless that means there's no. I mean, I, the thing I I already subscribed to both the Na- National Geographic and the Washington Post, and so I can I sh- you know th- should be able to get those through Apple News without having to subscribe again. So right. I don't, and I already kind of feel happy with what I have because I get a small amount of things that I'm interested in instead of getting the scattershot thing. So I don't feel like I'm probably going to pay for more at this yeah. point. Yeah, I agree. Plus, I get most of my news from podcasts. Uh, it's funny. I the, I rely on <laughs> podcasts. Apple, everybody, <laughs> I rely on Apple News and uh, CNN uh, push notifications and things more than I used to because I used to. I spent a couple of years getting my news from Twitter, and now I just can't stand Twitter. <laughs> so yeah, I right. have to find other sources mm-hmm. for news. Right. Um, I had one other topic that I wanted to bring up, which I think is. An obvious, in retrospect, failing on Apple's part on notifications that feels very addressable and that I imagine will be addressed. Um, I had a friend reach out to me to say, I am not getting any notifications from messages on my phone. Help me. And um, I never got the notification, which is sad. (laughs) And so I'm like, Lauren, what's the what's the like, when have you restarted? And she's like, I tried that. But then I remember that yesterday, without thinking, when I pushed on a, a notification, I was like, you know deliver quietly um and i thought it was like about that thread but it was clearly for all messages i do think this actually is confusing on ios but once you've turned on deliver quietly there is no obvious way how to turn that off because it doesn't show up in the notification center settings in the app you have to find another alert and if you google it, it's like find another alert from that same app and then oh, tap geez. on it so you can say like make the notifications prominent but how do you find a notification if you've silenced the notifications now you probably know <laughs> You probably know that you have to go into Notification Center, which is not an obvious thing to find or to think of since you think of it as being the place that has your notifications that you have seen prominently. Mm -hmm. But then, to make matters worse, she's testing it, right? So she's got the Messages app open. So she would get a a thing and be like, nope, I still didn't get an alert. And then I would say, here's how to get to Notification Center. And she would go, but because she had just been in the Messages app, there's still... (laughs) You know, you launch the app, all those go away. (laughs) Right. So I was like, here's what's going to happen. You're going to read this message. You're going to force quit the messages app. You're going to wait 30 seconds for me to send you a shitload of messages. And then you're going to try notifications. Then you're going to tab one of those. And but like, that's oh, dumb. Man. There should be a better way There's to do that. There's really thing. no other way to do that? So, uh, well, it could be that my wife's a liar. But that was, uh, that was her analysis. But she put out there that that shit is confusing. Yeah, no, I agree with that. That's like, cool. I could even imagine almost like a little do not disturb moon that shows up in an app in the top right corner or something when you're using an app whose things you've silenced that if you tapped on that would expose something. I can imagine there's some kind of interface where it would be like, hey, you've silenced this whole thing and here's how to fix it. Right, uh, right, yeah. No, I, I get you. That, that, that is frustrating. I had a similar thing on that like or kind of related which was that i i sort of on the wish list side of things i i like downtime the feature in screen time that turns your apps off but um the problem with it is that it's 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 on a schedule 
So like if I say, you know, go from like 1130 at night to 7 a.m. or something like that, like that's fine. I'm usually asleep during that time and it gives me a time to like stop using my phone. Uh, But I had to get up for a flight at 530. And what I don't want to be doing at 530 is like opening a shit ton of apps and saying ignore the screen time limit, (laughs) especially when they're apps like I need to call a lift. I need to make sure I have my boarding pass, right? So the only option is to go into settings and turn off the whole downtime feature. And then invariably, if you're me, you forget to turn it on again. (laughs) It's like, well, what's the point (laughs) if I don't have this? So what they need in my mind is like a turn off screen time or turn off downtime until tonight kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like um, if you can do that with do not disturb, like if you wake up in the morning before your do not disturb has turned off, you can manually disable it, but it will automatically turn on again at the scheduled time again. So, like, I can dismiss the do not disturb notification, and then at the in the evening when it would normally come on again, it just comes on again. So, I think they need something similar like that for downtime, like snooze downtime until tomorrow, because otherwise you have to go through and use it for every single app. Or, what's better, is in Safari, where you have to do it for every single different website you go to. <laughs> yeah. So what, I, what I'm getting for this is Apple does not want us to use our phones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, actually, you've reminded me of another thing that annoys me that feels very similar to Welcome thing. to the Annoyed Cast. Have you ever had the thing? I'm sure this has happened to you. Has this ever happened to you? Um, <laughs> Apple's like, hey, do you want us to save this password? And you're like, uh, I'm not sure. Not, not now. Or you want to hit yes, but for whatever reason, you click the wrong button. You click never for this website. <laughs> and now... Apple will never remember your fucking password for that website. And as far as I, I'm sure there is a way. As far as I know, though, there is no way to ever undo that. Once you've hit never with this website, it will never remember your password <laughs> for that website. And I have no idea how to undo it. No. I mean, so it's right you know, there on the button, please Lex. I know, but I want to find a way to tell it elsewhere. I've changed my mind. <laughs> like, you shouldn't have permanently destructive buttons in your OSs. Never does not mean never. Yeah, that's a good but question. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you do to, that. You know, recant, right? Yeah, yeah. One would think so. <laughs> that should be that should be the button. That should recant. be the name of the button. <laughs> <laughs> recant. I do think that there is. I, I appreciate actually very much the setting on uh, Mac Safari where you can do settings for this website from the Safari menu. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly when that started, but it's been pretty great because, like, I. Uh, struggled for a long time in safari with google drive which i ah. use uh, heavily at work where you would search for files and then click to open them and they would not open and it took me a year to realize that it's because blocking. safari considered them pop-up but windows yeah. and was blocking them yep. and you can disable oh. pop-up blocking on a site-by-site site basis here. oh yeah, yeah it's great uh, i have that problem with my bank like there. for That's whatever great. reason yeah my bank yeah. like when i want to view a statement there's like a drop down menu and it opens a pdf in a in a separate window which it considers a pop up window and so when i used to have to go in turn off block pop up windows open the statement go in turn on block pop up windows but yes mm-hmm. the per site settings are awesome for that i ran into similar problems i have an extension for safari called stop the madness which like stops a lot of like hijacking sites that hijack things like keystrokes or command thing you know like keyboard combinations scrolling all that junk and the problem is there are some sites I have one that that's work- called accelerate the madness <laughs> <laughs> but there are sites that use that that i still then become kind of non-functional like um google docs is a good example of that because yeah. it blocks it and it's like but that's the only way you can copy and paste shit <laughs> yeah so- i do want to say by the way it's unbelievable that google docs doesn't say hey i detect you're using safari 
if your document didn't open just now, here's what like it should really yeah. be able to do this, but whatever. Yeah, well, Google. I think I think you've come down to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and technology. Uh, technology, uh, am I right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are we starting the show now? <laughs> Well, it's almost time for me to go do another podcast. <laughs> a completely different podcast. A completely different podcast. Well, that's actually true. It is almost time for me to go do a completely different podcast. Yeah. So, fuck off. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, good. Well, fine. Be that way. I will. I will be that way. And Dan, if I can offer you one piece of advice. Yo. Keep watching the clock. <laughs>